not gonna get recorded. I know what happens. He's getting that's, recorded that's the by the man. This is uh, that good fella, Matt Gates. You know that fine, upstanding young gentleman who looks like a sack lunch. Mastercard is actually listening to this podcast to determine if they'll accept payments. They're gonna shut us down like OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, like any if you didn't, you knew that was gonna happen. Like anytime those companies want to go public or, or get any kind of real money. They have to, you know. They have to bow to the demands of credit card companies. You're right. America's tight. We love the way our economy operates. Oh, the whole thing though is like make, it doesn't really make a lot of financial sense for OnlyFans. No, not at all. That's their entire. Well, platform. I guess I shouldn't say that. They're because if they do get a lot of venture capital, uh, they can just cash out and and, and be like, ah, oh, we don't give a shit anymore. Well, yeah, I guess that's how a lot of uh, tech businesses that's, operate, that's, anyways. Welcome to Silicon Valley. The goal is just to get bought out. And they're like, well, fuck it. Cool. We're worth 18 million. Thanks. We're done. We're back. It's another week, another podcast. All my fa- haters are in shambles. They can't even believe it. They all said, there's no way Kyle could keep going and do another podcast, but the joke's on them. <laughs> oh, wait, is the only hater there yourself? <laughs> no, I've got plenty of haters. All of y'all motherfuckers, fuck you, die slow, motherfucker. My fofo makes sure all y'all kids don't grow. You- Exactly. Tupac knows what it is. Tupac and me, we have about the same amount of haters. Yeah, oh, definitely. You're, you're going to get shot eight times in Las Vegas. He got shot in the dick. I mean, he got shot in a lot of places. I don't know that we need to focus on the dick. Well, that was one of the rumors at the time is that he lost his balls because he was shot. But that was just like they were trying to emasculate him. He was like, man, I still got my nuts. They fucking let him swing. Let him hang. Also, hang he, Tupac's still alive. He's hanging out with, with JFK Jr. He's going to come back to to rock the deep state. I've seen some videos of Tupac still out there. I'm convinced. Me too. I'd, also, it's like, I mean, he he got shot up a bunch before and survived. Why wouldn't he survive this time? <laughs> That's how it works. Mm-hmm. If you got shot once and survived, you're going to survive all shootings in the future. Yeah, why not? Suge Knight got shot in the head and lived. In that same encounter, I mean, it like grazed him. Still got his dome. <laughs> Suge Knight. Remember when he had glaucoma so bad he ran over that guy? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah, oh, like oops. Glau- that's that glaucoma. glaucoma. I have a glaucoma in my eyes. <laughs> I couldn't see him. That's why I backed up on him and shit. That's badass. Suge <laughs> Knight. What a crazy man. Make money. Not me. I'll never make oh, money because yeah, I'm a either. socialist. Okay. <laughs> when you're a socialist, you have to live in ab- abject poverty. That's my understanding of socialism. There's Talk nothing. About the, the fucking weirdo dude. Hassan, like, first of all, yeah. who gives a shit about the, the, these weird Twitch reactionary? I mean, like, he's not. He's not really doing the hard work out there. Uh, it's just something to talk about. To donate to him, then you know um, he's gonna spend his money the way he fucking wants to. And also, yeah. most of these people aren't really laboring for like hard socialism. It's like social democracy which is like somewhere to the left of the nordic model but not really true socialism most of them just kind of want um universal health care yeah and, then, and which is which is you know it's so actual socialism is a little bit more than just health care yeah that's why i think they're pussies most of the internet socialists i mean even like i uh, think socialists are kind of lame anyways isn't isn't really a, a isn't none of his policies are real or no? He's fucking for true socialism. It's like he's his left wing. He's like his left wing is FDR. It's fucking bland shit. Non-revolutionary. Fuck them all. But yeah, you can buy a house if you want. I mean, fucking all those kids are the ones sending the money. That's what happens. 
Yeah, they should be sending me money instead. Yeah, also I'll get a way better house instead I'm of freaking, missile silo. <laughs> also, I'm poor as shit. Our family's poor as shit. There's nothing glamorous about it. That's what's weird about these uh, internet folks too. Is like the glamorization of poverty. It's no, it's not actually cool. It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of the glamorization of property, I've spent about $80 uh, trying to fix my washing machine myself because I can't afford a new washing machine or a real repairman, so that's fun. And it's about it before, fixed but... forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll never have, I'll never need a new washing machine again. Well, that's uh, Terry Pratchett's got that, like, quote or, like, short passage about how a poor person is unable to afford good boots that would last several years, oh, so yeah, they just have to continually yeah, buy yeah, like that's uh, the reality of poverty. And except for like some of your problems that you're not able to afford to fix, uh, get exacerbated by you not being able to afford to fix them. But you know, whatever, fucking donate I mean, to me Terry on Patreon. Terry Pratchett is famously a right wing reactionary. He's a uh, turf. Yeah, he's a yeah. turf. Trans exclusionary radic- radical feminist. Anybody Something that's ever like that. read a single one of his books can tell you how much he hates transgenders. Yeah, his daughter said so too. She was like, yep, he hates him. That's for sure. No doubt about Push it. Push them all into the ocean. That's what he said. What a weird thing to Give them be. their own bathroom and then lock them in it. What a strange thing to get upset about. Kind of can't fathom uh, the people that just get upset about how other people live their lives all the time. It must be exhausting. Well, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, too. Else. Yeah, mine's from the poverty we mentioned, not because I'm worried about other people. I'm just uh, worried about myself and uh, family and friends and stuff, you know. I, I will say though, you know, if I ever have money, um, yeah, to the extent where I can afford a two point seven million dollar home, then um, I'm probably not going to buy a two point seven million dollar home. Well, I wouldn't want to live in L.A. Is the first thing. I don't know yeah, why but anyone would want to live in L.A. Want to move back to the Bay Area either, where it's so expensive. No, I'd live in. I'd want to move to Sacramento, and I'd hire hire private security Fuck. that were made up of. Uh, no one wants to live in Sacramento. No, I want to get the um that the uh, hire for private security that like mostly uh, Cambodian and Thai uh, crip set. I want to hang out with those guys. I'm gonna hire them. Yeah, find the most amazing security you've ever seen. Most, I mean, we're just gonna be chilling on the porch, drinking forties, smoking blunts and stuff. I just want to be cool with the kids. I'm too old for that. I'm not too old to chill on the porch, drinking forties, smoking blunts. Just all the other shit that's involved. I'm too old for. Also, I can't no, drink. You're too old to sit. Yeah, you're too old to drink 40s on the porch. You know, it, no, it's no, not no. going to do good for your kidneys, your liver, your heart. Uh, well, I mean, like I can't do it every day, but you know, maybe like on the weekends, Saturday, Saturday is the 40s of the evening, or a little bit yeah, out for the homies, moving, some moving libations for your health. If I eat any money, I'm moving to Blythe. That's where the party's at. Fucking, I'm not moving to Blythe either. God damn. I got a call from someone in Blythe this week, and I was like, what the fuck? They have phones in in Blythe? Blythe, (laughs) That's where the number was reporting from. That's Well, I mean, like half of those call centers are never actually from the uh, area code that the call comes from. Well, I don't know if it's a call center or anything. I assume it it was, because who else is going to fucking call you from Blythe? A lot of people, um, my number must have got passed around as someone else to a bunch of people because i get a lot of weird calls from random numbers from california and mexico and stuff i just get calls from bill collectors oh this is vhs cult i'm kyle i'm a figment of your imagination one of my haters god damn it you got damn haters everywhere i can't even every time i look out the window just a bunch of haters staring bunch, at me. bunch of people out there hating the biggest hater of them all the sun yeah well 
It's Arizona for you. It's either, it's either raining or it's hot as fuck. Or it rains and then it's hot as fuck, so it's also humid. Yeah, well, I mean, it, even when it rains, it doesn't get below 85 degrees, so. Uh, it doesn't ever get below 85 degrees, I don't think. Until, yeah, like, no, uh, December. It was like 78 the other morning when I was walking with the dog. Whoa, that's some crazy At, you know, at 6.30 shit. in the morning. Yeah, Arizona's whack. I mean, if I had money, I wouldn't stay in Arizona, that's for sure. No, no, no. You gotta, you gotta, I gotta research the best place to live through climate change. That's where I'm living. How, how, honestly, how would they know? I don't know. How does science know anything? I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark. Well, they didn't, because remember, they're like, ah, oh, we'll be able to handle the, this amount of warming, and then it happened, they're like, never mind. It sucks. We were wrong. Sucks. So science doesn't... Science is always wrong. Science no doesn't got all the answers. Only only, freaking, only Jesus Christ does. Only God can judge me. I don't Dun, uh, God can judge uh, me either. What has uh, he ever done for me? Make money. Make, he gave you life. No. That was my parents. Oh. He did something. Like, he set it in motion or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. God's plan. God's plan. I've uh, I found it really uh, funny, the, uh, the whole... Uh, Reddick around Afghanistan over the last week too. It's like, oh man, we're we're pulling out. We should go right back in. A lot of pro- pro- soft propaganda, or I mean, hard propaganda coming out that's trying to make the military look soft. Like, oh look, here's a soldier carrying an Afghan baby. And blah, blah. It's like that's not. It's like fucking twenty years of us straight up just killing them. It's like, <laughs> you can't just all of a sudden now be like, oh, they need us. It's, no, they don't. They don't, need, uh, the, they don't need America. The other part like I really that. enjoyed is the very quick pivot on the right wing from uh, uh, Joe Biden's a piece of shit for getting out of Afghanistan to we don't want any browns in the country. He bungled yeah, this. He, he, he bungled this, but we don't want him coming here. But we got to he, he he put all of our allies in danger. But the, um, can't give him refugee status. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's fucking nuts, man. Uh, the, my favorite thing so far about the, uh, this situation in Afghanistan so fucking some of these Taliban guys look cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the you revolutionaries always always have a certain vibe. Yeah, there's too I was bad like, they're yeah. real pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, some of these boys are looking real swagged out. They're a little uh, dripped out. You know what I mean? The fucking <laughs> got these cool ass headbands. They have you know the strong um, Arabic North African features. They got the beard and the long hair. They got those oh, they always cool ass- coordinated too. It's just yeah, really- it's fucking <laughs> man. I'd love to wear those like um. Sorry, I don't know, know the name of it, but like the long ass like shirt dress that men wear. Fucking just get a flashy one of those. Oof, nice. Mine would be sequenced. Now that's what I'm talking. Yeah, and you get like some um fucking ple- like uh, thigh high pleather boots with a huge heel on it. Be the flashiest member of the Taliban. But what about all the women in the country, Kyle? Well, obviously that's you, you need to stay there for another twenty years. I mean, I the, the American uh, military is not going to help the women in Afghanistan. <laughs> I mean, well, you can just look. You can look at the data and say show that it, that it hasn't helped the women in Afghanistan. You know, like when we before we invaded, they were the worst country in the world as far as uh, uh, women's rights, and now twenty years later, they're third from the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's also just like, oh man, we really it's just need more to... like you can't enforce humanitarian. You can't, it's, it, you can't create a human, or you can't fight a humanitarian issue with fucking missiles. Usually, you know. Well, also, it's like never would you be like, well, we really need to protect these women from sexual assault. You know who's really good at not doing sexual assault to women? All oh, the American the US military. military. Yeah. 
Adolfo. Hey, you know, there wasn't a, a fucking uh, service woman that was uh, murdered after uh, being raped, huh? And, you know, her body was buried um, yeah. by another service member, huh? No one ever heard of that story? My it's thing with the, in the fucking military, the, the sexual assault, rape issues. No, what I realized no. about the whole Afghanistan uh, endless two weeks about it is um, how um, much I don't care about the argument for it. I think it's good we finally left Afghanistan. Obviously, it sucks that the Taliban probably going to make life hard for afghanis but we do that too but just the the constantly going on and on about it in the news cycle well it's like i straight up um don't care the news is not going to convince me to care like i think the more vast majority of the american public really don't care either you know what i mean i, I well it's just, just like um, a certain well f- part of it i think is the after the last four years of donald trump uh the news media has gotten really used to, to ratings and so they're looking for any excuse to, to draw well, yeah that's, right? what that's part of it and the other part too is there are some people in the media that you know have that were heavily involved in afghanistan they certainly know um people in afghanistan and so that's coloring some of their their uh coverage of it but they also have to realize that they they know a very certain segment of afghanistan like uh, only like 18% of that country has the internet. Uh, it's like 85 or 89% rural. Um, you know, the, the fucking talking hens on CNN, the Afghanis they know are generally the uh, upper crust of the Afghani society and not very representative of the entire country. This shows like obvious, the 24 hour news, like how much it is just rating is chasing, um, trying to manufacture consent to get the United States public to want to go back in for some reason. And then I don't even, um, I don't, I don't even think that there's, um, I think most of it honestly is, uh, the people who own the media, um, are also the people that make money off of war. No, and, you don't make any more, more isn't a big business. We didn't spend $2 trillion in Afghanistan and most of it going to us contractors. Right. Yeah, it's just when I, it's just all just so dishonest, you know, and then like, pointlessly dishonest and it's you know and it just makes me think like yeah 98 percent of the time like this is what all news media is is just trying to line the pockets of whoever owns the corporation and trying to convince you of some bullshit you should be worried about but it's actually like fucking i can't do anything about it why the fuck do i care you know and then uh yeah you you weren't there man you don't know what it's like in afghanistan i'm a veteran so well there's plenty of veterans are like it's time to fucking get out too you know what i mean i also like fucking the whole idea of like uh centering the con the conversation around you a member of the military and invading force from another country while it's going on. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. You fucking No, no, there was, there was no the whole reason we went to Afghanistan isn't about 9-11 or Al-Qaeda or Osama bin Laden. It's it's because we care about human rights. I mean, the whole reason we went to Afghanistan didn't really have anything to do with 9-11 or Al-Qaeda or fucking bin Laden. Uh, yeah, part of it did, but you know what I mean? Like, nah, it was just an easy excuse. In fact, the <laughs> Taliban offered to turn over bin Laden a couple times. There's no guarantee they were going to be able to, but it was an offer that was rejected several well, times. Yeah, because we, uh, the neocons that ran the fucking government at that point, were like, "Yeah, we need more. This and this is going to be our excuse to go in Iraq afterwards." Well, yeah. Sure enough, fucking year later, solve drum for Iraq. Just dumb bullshit all the time. Oh well, I guess I mean, we should have invaded Syria and Libya too, and China will get us eventually. 
China's gonna have their own fucking problems pretty soon. No, they've uh, they've they've gone all around the world like trying to sign these contracts where it's like, yeah, no, 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 we get half of your uh, your natural resources. That's gonna be fine, right? Because people are gonna try, are really gonna honor this piece of paper when the the rubber hits the road. Yeah, because they'll have um, cushy jobs and uh, (laughs) universal health care, and all their needs will be met. So they won't have to worry about any of their uh, resources Yo, being all those extracted. Fucking African countries are being exploited by China. Are really going to be up for, up for this? Yeah, China's going to bring the socialist revolution to Africa, right? <laughs> no, I mean, my, my, I mean, if you want to get real, I think in a few years that China's got to make a decision whether or not they actually want to do an invasion uh, to secure their, uh, you know, mineral light rights or water rights in other countries. I guess we'll see um, how dire the climate situation gets when uh, see about China pull the trigger on that. There's also that story. God, what fucking South American country where uh, the 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 dam the Chinese built ruined a bunch of farmlands and shit. You know, I mean, you can only get away with that for so long before uh, you you create a, a problem like the U.S. created for themselves. Yeah, this thing though is uh, the U.S. doesn't ever suffer major consequences for any of their imperialism. So I don't know why China would. I don't. I mean. Not like a major consequence, but they're going to get themselves in the same sort of uh, quagmire nonsense that we constantly get into, you know, where we're invading countries that don't really want us there. And um, we're trying to secure, you know, uh, business interests. uh, Technically, they're they're already doing that, right? They're already kind of like involved. They're they're doing it in very soft power (laughs) ways. Yeah, but not like any they haven't actually, you know, had to invade or anywhere. Yeah. That if they keep doing this shit, it's gonna happen. I don't. You can't. You can't exploit all these countries just because the leader of that country allowed it, and expect everybody underneath him to just agree to it. If they bring glorious Chinese-style communism, who knows what yeah. could happen? They're not communist, goddamn. <laughs> I don't even know a communist country in the world. We're going down into it. You know? Cuba. Cuba is the closest. Yeah, but they still have currency, so they're not communist. They have two currencies. What? <laughs> That's uh, one of the reasons they were having problems recently. It's because of the two currency system. But um, yeah, Cuba's the closest, I guess. I was thinking about that. Um, as far as like a lot of like revolutionary style, like left wing governments, for them to actually work, it seems like it has to be more than one country on its own, right? Or even a handful of countries. That's the problem. Is the entire like economic system would have to change worldwide for it to be a viable option. Because otherwise you just get shut off off on your own and you're like, all right, well, I guess we'll die now. I mean, it honestly depends on how big the country is and how much resources they have internally. But yeah, to a certain extent, these smaller countries can't really do it without, I, you know, to be frank, I don't know that we'll ever get away from like a, uh, like a dual system. Like there's, there really has never been pure communism. There really hasn't ever been pure capitalism, you know, where there's no rules at all. Right. Um, it's always going to be some mix that I see, and maybe in two hundred years in the future we'll, we'll get to Star Trek. But I don't, I don't know <laughs> if we. Uh, uh, I don't think there is. I honestly don't think there's two hundred years in the future. As far, as, I mean, not advancing. I, I don't. What think, are you talking about? We got space lasers now. Didn't you hear that? Oh yeah, we got the Tesla robot too. It's a guy in a unitard. Fucking Elon Musk. Yeah, I fucking. He that's like his whole gimmick is like here's some bullshit I made up and get excited about it and then people do get excited about it. It's the fucking there the robot doesn't exist. It's not gonna exist. It's just some shit he thought of. 
And then they have I think some, of shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I wish I could get paid to just fucking yeah, man. Here's some ideas I had. Some fucking just, just bullshit on a technological scale. Yeah, fuck, yeah. Here's some bullshit. I thought. What if uh, like, well, we train mice to be mercenaries, huh? Oh, whoa, <laughs> man. Yeah, you, you think know, I have about a that? fantasy novel for you. <laughs> Watership down. <laughs> Those are rabbits. <laughs> Uh, she. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, don't care about politics anymore, or something. I just. Uh, well, then, how are you ever gonna be a reactionist on Twitter and make us some money? Oh no, not through politics. I guess I'm gonna move on to um, just like talking about the uh, degradation of morals in the United States. That's what my concern is gonna be. <laughs> It's all the soy. I'm talking about a little. Uh, oh, I was gonna say a little Nas X. Oh no! All these men are eating too much soy. That's why. Because there's no protein in soy. The got birth rates, birth rates going down because all the soy and stuff and the homosexual agenda. That's why men aren't men anymore. They're all lame. Soy boys. Oh. Soy boys. Soy boys. Soy boys. Soy boys. <laughs> Fucking. I heard Tucker Carlson uh, the other day. It's not about brown people. It's, I, some of the people in Afghanistan are whiter than me. <laughs> no one's whiter than you, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's so. Right? I mean, there are. Uh, I was thinking. I mean, I think about this a lot. Is and I'm, other people are like white doesn't really mean anything. Black doesn't really mean anything. You know what I mean? Or black. Black means more. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, in, in, in certain contexts. But like, it's yeah. There are white people in Afghanistan, but like. They don't, um, it's not white, white people, right? They don't have the uh, same access to uh, um, privilege that um, Western whites, Northern European whites get. Because, like, they, I was thinking, like, even um, like interacting with, with East Asia historically, it's like China, Chinese people, or a majority of ethnicities is China, Korean people, Japan, like the Northern East Asian peoples are white, right? They got white skin, but they're like, well, they look a little different than us. So let's say they're yellow. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I've never what... seen a yellow skin color unless you have uh, liver problems. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I, obviously, Southeast Asia, they'll have a little bit more melanin because that's how being cl- that's how the life works with an equator. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Closer to the equator, your skin gets darker, but like. East Asians, is a, a lot of them pretty white. <laughs> and that was like in South Africa, white, right? Like Japanese people were considered white, but then not, um, oh, what was it? There's something really strange about the, the, the apartheid, where it's like oh, Japanese could, people. Uh, something were, strange about apartheid. No. Well, an additional, where it was like feather. Japanese people were considered white, but like um, other like Asian ethnicities were considered colored, right? Well, I mean, that detracts with Japan's view itself. Yeah, or I fucking... It's, it's crazy, like, how much they, those countries dislike each other. But I guess Europe is is like that in a comedic yeah. way, but it used to matter a lot, right? It used to be serious. Now it's just kind of a joke. That's... Uh, that would, basically, that's what I mean, is uh, race, race in air quotes, as invented. It doesn't actually mean anything, right? It doesn't so like socioeconomically in the United States a little bit, yeah. but only in certain contexts does race matter. We've said it before. I think white people invented it in like 1671. Yeah, it was like to justify the uh, slave trade pretty much. 
Yeah, it was, and before that, it was all based on your your religion or, or yeah, well, know. even then, just kind of like where you were from, right? Because uh-huh. the English didn't think Irish people are the same, right? But you get fucking it's the same island chains. Weird shit. People are weird. They come with any, they'll find any reason to justify cruelty to another group of people until Star Trek. The truth is, you don't need justification. No, just be cruel if you want to be cruel. Be proud of it. Fuck those Romulans. Mm hmm. They got weird ears. They're like, um, Vulcans, but with like face tattoos or something, right? Uh, no, I I don't, I don't, I think, I think that's a modern, uh, uh, that's Star just Trek the J.J. Yeah, yeah. Abrams. I don't think that's correct in the, the original. I actually... I, have, I don't know um, if it's Star Trek, but... Yeah, I have so little familiarity with Star Trek media that I... I uh, come <laughs> I've watched the original series and a couple of the movies, and that's about it. Yeah, I know about it through, like, cultural diffusion, like, references in Futurama and shit. Not actually seeing it myself. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. When? Want to get that money? Get a little of that quiche. Get that money. Uh, I did watch all the Neon Genesis uh, rebuilds this week. Neon Genesis. In the end of the the series, he uh, he he name drops drops the series. Right? He's like, I recreated the world. Uh, sort of a uh, Neon, Neon Genesis. Genesis. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! You said it. Um, yeah, you know, after we, you talked about uh, last week, there was a little bit more fan service than I was expecting. Like, well, what's the fucking the big old tits or big boobs, glasses girl, and they Mari? reference that like four times. At that's least. his um, that's his wife. That's CD Economics yeah, yeah. insert. I was gonna ask you that. Wife. Was that his insert for his wife? Because it's Phil. Yeah, Lincoln. yeah, that's his wife. That's why uh, at when the she end, put on like, her uh, her suit for the first time, her boobs bounced way too much. Yeah, that's like cute though. That's like cute anime shit, you know. No, no, it's the same sort of uh, male gazy fan service shit that was in the first one. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I mean, like, I don't know. Also, Tays I kind of cool. agree with your assessment of it is that he, he didn't really know what he was going for. No, he like he's like, initially, they're going to remake it, right? And then he's like, wait, well, yeah, I want to do something's different. And then after the second one, I think he was like, huh. Hmm. <laughs> and then <laughs> after the third here. one, it took like another six years for the fourth one to come out, right? So I think you had to put a little bit, little bit of extra thought into that one. Also, he seems like he's really into a Freudian psychoanalysis, which I don't fuck with. That, I mean, that was what happened to the original series halfway through is someone gave him like introduction to psychology by Freud or whatever, and he got really into it. I think that's maybe just remnants of that old thought too, because I mean he's got to he's got to have some sort of different humanist philosophy now. Thirty years later, right? Can't still just be like, oh yeah, Freud figured it out. It's all about boners (laughs) and wanting to fuck your mom. Yeah, Ray Ayanami, that's his mom. That's That's what I mean. Weird shit. But yeah, but this time he was like, he learned and grew and he understood that what was really best for him was a big breasted glasses girl because she actually came back for him. No questions asked. But they had no relationship at all before that. Like she, she landed on him in a on top of a roof and they don't talk for two yeah. more movies. Yeah, he didn't know. Now, um, now they're together. I think that's because she came into his life like a bolt of lightning, changed his life. I mean, it's the whole thing. It's all about him, right? The original series is about him. The rebuild's about him. 
I will I will say that he had a little bit more agency in this one, especially at the end of uh, the second movie. He's like, no, fuck this. I'm going to save Ray. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. And then he was uh, a little wuss again until the end of the fourth movie. Yeah, it's because he saw his friend's head blow up. <laughs> I mean, uh, and then he, Ray blew up. A lot of people's hmm. blowing so Everyone's turning into that but yellow. Half piss. the world blew up. Everyone's turning into that Evangelion piss all the time. LCL fluid. God damn, piss people. <clears throat> yeah, and then even the fourth one, like the first half of it, is kind of like pointless. <laughs> it's my I like that part of the movie where like Ray's learning to be human and shit. I and actually do showing, like the farm uh, sequence. Yeah, they're showing like the value of humanity and stuff. I think it's really interesting and really cute, right? But then it's also like, hmm, I don't know if I necessarily need to be in the story. But it does, you do get a lot of uh, nice growth for Ray and stuff. Uh, and I guess Shinji too, kind of. But it was really, he did the same thing he normally does, right? Is just close himself off and power about it for like a few months. And he was like, all right, I guess I'll do something now. Yeah, even though like he's he's meeting all his old friends from when he was a kid and shit. Yeah. I think he'd be, at least show some interest. But he's like, no, I'm going to be a fucking baby. Yeah, but he was in love with um, Kaoru. They're in love. He's in love with everybody. That's Shinji's in problem. love. Yeah, but it's not real love. Anyone who treats him with any little bit of uh, respect or interest, he loves him. Yeah, but in the, the end, he figures it out and marries Mari. Or not marries she's her. Got but glasses and big boobs. Because fucking. That's all he knows about her. That's all you need to know, man. She's cute. She can parachute. She came back for him. No questions asked. She said, "Hey, I'll find you. I'll come and get you, no matter what it takes." That's hot shit. Change your life. She's ride or die. That's what everyone's really looking for. Ride or die. Mm. Ride or die. Mm-mm-mm. Ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. That's a Stephen King novel. Ride or die. <laughs> Sometimes they come back. That's also a Stephen King story. <gasps> it's about greaser zombies. Oh, God. I was cutting my hair. I think I cut my hair last week. I don't know. But I was cutting it because I, I was trying to grow my hair out. Right. But then I said, fuck that. I'm, it sucks. Like working out every day and having a lot of hair. So I was cutting it short, and I was uh, like, man, I talk a lot of shit on the podcast. It'll suck if I start to, like, get thinning hair. I don't think it's a problem <laughs> yet, but, like, now I'm paranoid about it. It's coming for you. You got to keep up your zinc or magnesium or copper or one of those. I mean, it'll get thinner anyways just from getting older. I just don't want it to get, like, a bald guy thin. I don't think it will. It would have started at this point already since I'm an old man. That's what they all say. But it's right around the corner. 36 and all falls out. No, you still got all your hair. I got most of it. It's definitely receded. My hairline hasn't receded at all, but I do feel like my hair is thinner in general. But probably not, because did you know uh, having curly hair means that you have more uh, hair generally, like more hair follicles or whatever, more hair from each follicle? So uh, my theory, based on that, I'd, I'd say since my hair is still curly... Probably haven't lost that much hair, right? You know, who knows? My hair is everywhere, screaming infidelities. And the Spider-Man soundtrack. <laughs> so generally, it's considered uh, people are like, oh, I don't know, oh, like hearing about other people's dreams, how boring. But I personally like to hear about people's dreams if it's someone like I like in general. And then also, I mean, just like with most things, no one does it like Kyle. No one dreams like Kyle. I'm the, the, one of the greatest to ever do it. So I'm going to tell you about the dream I had last weekend. We got done recording the podcast. Prior to the podcast, I'd worked out for like three hours because 
it's all I got. It's my whole life is working out until I'm exhausted. And I did the podcast afterwards. I ate like way too much tiki masala, right? So it was fucking time, time to just go to sleep. So prior to this segment of the dream, you know how dreams work, right? Sometimes they're not uh, sort of uh, necessarily coherent or linear. Prior to this, as part of the dream, I had to go back to school for some reason. And I was going to university in L.A. I don't know if it was UCLA, but it was in L.A. County somewhere, right? And somehow I got roped into hanging out with a group of misfits trying to help them save uh, some convenience store they loved, right? So, so far, it was a pretty coherent dream. Then some, like, horror elements came and started coming into it, right? Like, one of the misfits just randomly got fucking snatched up in the night. Yeah, but right. Kevin Smith's story got it. Let's go. Yeah, but it, like, takes, it took a turn at that point where, to save the convenience store, we were having some, like, spooky-themed event or whatever. So I show up at the spooky-themed event, you know, fucking, like, it's, I don't know. I don't know what the, it's just, you know, there's ghosts and skeletons and sugar skulls and, you know, fucking Halloween shit going on for some reason. Somehow it's going to save the convenience store. I don't know about all that, right? But I show up there. I'm having a great time. Um, they're playing like AFI or some shit, if I recall correctly. And they dance with like the, the goth girl who works there, you know, having a good time. So see where this goes, right? But oh, shit, I got to pee really bad. In the in the dream, I realize I have to pee really bad, right? <laughs> I thought you were about to stop her, but the cliffhanger. No, in the dream, I'm like, damn, I gotta pee like really bad. So I go to like the the bathroom area, and uh, I notice there's three bathrooms, right? There's one with the the plastic like placard that has the 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 silhouette of for male, right? And then the one for female. But then there's another one where the placards just got like a bunch of people on it, like a group of people, and I'm like, hmm. Like, I gotta check out this one. I'm gonna go in the group bathroom, see what's up in there. And I go in there, I open the door, and it's actually just like this, this, uh, like a fucking warehouse or sm- a smallish warehouse, right? And it, within it is like superhero sex workers, like sex workers with like very, like, uh, uh avant garde themes, you know, like, <laughs> like, um, Imagine if sex workers that are superheroes, basically, and their superpowers, you know, just whatever they're fucking good at, right? <laughs> Sexually, I mean. So hmm, okay, <laughs> right. So that's what's going on. So that's what's going on in this bathroom, and I'm like asking them, like, oh, so you know, what is it you do? And most of them are like scatological, you know, like duty related. So eventually, I'm just like, oh shit, and I, I I just yell, I'm like, I just gotta pee. Is there anyone who like can you know work with like you know just pee, just some piss? <laughs> and um, this like uh, godly intersexed being like does the Baphomet hand single signal putting up their hand, and um, they're like, yeah, you can like piss piss on me, and then I'll give you a blowjob or something. And I was like, cool, that works. And I start heading over there, but then I wake up because guess what? I gotta pee. I have to pee really bad in real life. But the problem is, I had a pee pee boner, so I had to wait. That's what happens sometimes when you really got to pee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, because that intersex being said that they were going to give me a pee pee blowjob, so that's pretty horny. <laughs> What's that all about? I, I don't run into pee. Interpret I'm, my, I'm not fucking Freud. <laughs> interpret my dream for me. I think Freud's mostly full of shit, <laughs> like uh, all modern psychology does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it means that uh, you had to pee... And that just uh, warped into something else. You know what I mean? You had to. Yeah. Well, the, pee, the pee really had nothing to do with it. Yeah. The PP stuff happens a lot in uh, my dreams. I've noticed where um, like because I'll have to pee while having a dream. There'll be times in the dream where 
I do pee in the dream like multiple times, but can't ever get relief. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's because I had to pee in real life. I was thinking, like, what if I could design the sleepy dream catheter, right? Like, you just wear some sort of device on my dick so that when I'm sleeping. They have those. They're just balloon catheters. It's like a condom you put on your dick. Yeah, I'll do that. So that way, if I have to pee during a dream, I can just pee and continue with the dream and see what the blowjob is like. Right? Because the pee is ruining my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Having to pee is just ruining my dreams. Ruining my dreams. All the cool things that can happen in dreams. Ah, dreams. Show you all the wonders of the world. Oh, hold on, I have to tinkle first. Yeah, that sucks. I'm tired of uh, my dreams getting wrecked by the pee-pee. Well, you make sure, well, here's the thing. You got to make sure you have a good pee-pee right before you go to sleep. doesn't and matter. Don't drink any water after that. Well, yeah, but I, the, the problem is I, um, I drink so much water throughout the day. It's just slowly building up. So by the time it's time to go to bed, even if I pee right before I go to bed, it's all that water in there. It's going to come back. It's going to creep in. Creeping in my bladder. And then I'll be having a dream. Sexy dream. Who knows? I'll have to be. I'm waiting for the one where you're like, yes, I do. I do want to shit on your chest. And you wake up really having to poop. It could happen. It hasn't happened yet, but it could happen. Everything about poop dreams. Gross. I am. Like, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, what if you had to go to the bathroom so bad while you're sleeping that gone to your dream? Because it, it happens pretty often with pee-pee. I mean, maybe not that often, like every other month or something, <laughs> like three times a year. I've dreams but, like, where I'm like, oh, man, I really got to find a bathroom. And then I yeah. go pee. I'm like, man, it's just not helping. <laughs> yeah. My, a lot of times my dream will get derailed by like, yeah, I really got to find a bathroom. And then I can't find a bathroom, right? I just keep looking around and it's like, well, there's a hole in the ground here. I can piss in that, which is crazy because in my dreams, I'm like desperate to find an appropriate place to piss. But in real life, like I'll fucking... You know, just go around a corner and piss. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, that's like your subconscious knowing that you're dreaming, right? And the, you don't want to piss your bed. Yeah. I think that's how that works. Oh, maybe it's, it sounds it. like you know quite a bit about a dream interpretation. Interpret my dream. <laughs> <laughs> what I feel like mean? I was just going with the most literal route, though. Yeah. I mean, Freud would be like, you probably have a secret need to pee on women, huh? Think about that, you, f- you, you sick freak. Now come over here and pee on me. I don't really want to pee on women. That doesn't sound yeah. I don't too know, the attractive. The, the bathroom stuff. Is, I'm not into it. I, yeah, pee pee stuff's fine with me. I've said before. I don't mind pee pee stuff. I've been peed on before. Not a big deal. If girls are into it, then yeah, you pee on me. Other stuff. Eh, pee and blood and spit. That's that's for it for me. No vomit or doo doo. Vomit. I mean, in sexual settings, if you're like my partner and you're sick, then yeah, whatever, I'll take care of you. But you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Rainbow showers over here. Rainbow shower. Why? It's a fucking. I've never seen vomit that looks like rainbow. I've definitely vomited multicolors before, but not necessarily anything I would consider a rainbow. Yeah, pretty stupid. They should give it a better name. More accurately disgusting. Yeah. Stomach shower. Yeah. Gut shower. Guts shower. Like guts are coming all over you. Oh no, it's guts. Do 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 do. You have it. Guts. Let's go to Mo. 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 Michael Malley's gonna send it over to Mo. Her name is Moira. I'm gonna guess that's why it's Mo. Uh, you know, I don't know. I can that I can confirm that, but sure, yeah, it sounds right. Mo from Guts. Yep, Moira Kirk. Quick. Yep, she does look English. That's for sure. Global Guts. Do, 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 do you have it? She's 52 years old. 
Hmm. Only five feet tall. Pick her up and put it in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Where is a backpack? I was watching. Say um, you got a piece of the super aggro crag, but you don't actually get a piece of the super aggro crag. You, really, you don't get to take that trophy away. home. No, I think you take it home, but it's not part of the aggro crag. Oh yeah, that's because like the aggro crag is made out of like fucking paper mache or some shit. I've been watching uh, that Harley Quinn cartoon. Well, I haven't seen it yet. It's all right. I, have no desire, really. I mean, it's kind of like cute, but it is just like, oh, they're saying bad words, and yeah, it's like if like We're not too bad because Batman's not eating puss. Ooh. Well, yeah, it's like if like Tumblr kids wrote a cartoon, but it was a, I just brought it up because it was a lot to Adventure Brothers. Like they're you know like one of the main conceits of Adventure Brothers is just showing the mundane bureaucracy of like how a comic book or cartoon world would function. Mm-hmm. They do so much to that shit in the Harley Quinn cartoon. It's almost like it's a fucking ripoff, but Harley Quinn's in it. I don't care to see it then. I'll just yeah. the Adventure Brothers movie. It's pretty cute though, you know. I yeah, I guess the problem is it's not adult enough because like um, I'm waiting for like Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn to have graphic sex, right? But they, I mean, they just. The product yeah, show Bruce anything. Tim's involved, you might have your wish. Uh, I was thinking about that the other day while I was watching it too. Is um, the thinking about Bruce Tim creating Harley Quinn? He was like, "All right, so I got a brunette I can draw horny pictures of Catwoman. I got a redhead Poison Ivy. What if there was a blonde Batman villain I could draw horny pictures of?" <laughs> um, you know, not to rain on your parade, but Selena Kyle Catwoman in the first run of Batman was was blonde. The Batman animated series was blonde because they wanted to make it like uh, the movies, I assume. Oh, because of Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Hmm. She had blonde hair and blue eyes. Shit. You don't know this? <laughs> I do actually, but I just uh, like that's not what I. That's not yeah, I know, that I how I picture Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, I picture it's Halle long, Berry. Long curly hair. Oh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> Not good that Halle Berry's gross, but that movie that is movie gross. Bad, yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking Cat of Batman Woman. series, when I bought that on DVD, I got a free ticket to see Catwoman. Hell yeah, did you go? Take a hot date to Catwoman? Oh, shit, I might have, actually. All the whips and all the leather. We were like, oof. This Oof. is about to be like one of Kyle's dreams. <laughs> no, it's not as much piss as I was expecting. <laughs> not a lot of pee going on. Uh, you only have one set of genitals? Get out of here. <laughs> I like people with no sense of genitals. Just flat down there. Like a Barbie doll. Or aliens. Or uh, Alan Rickman's angel character in Dogma. <laughs> I was thinking that too, but I'm I haven't thought about that in a long time. Um, overcoming hex- homosexuality is definitely possible for those who wish to abandon homosexuality, and many ex-homosexuals attest what? to the matter. <laughs> today, many report we have here. Today, many report overcoming homosexuality and becoming heterosexuals or celibate through their Christian faith or healthy activities. <laughs> I'm reading to you now the article on overcoming homosexuality from the Conservapedia. This is my new favorite website. What? There's a Conservapedia? It's a Wikipedia for conservatives. Let me tell you the real facts about everything. <laughs> yeah, many people do not understand the cause co- the causes of homosexuality, so they mistakenly believe that overcoming homosexuality is not an available option. However, the the, however, the apostle Paul offered oh, great hope. Yeah, of course, he had some fucking dickhead from two thousand years ago that hated women knows all about. The causes of homosexuality are attributable to man's sinful nature, nurture, and environment. Oh, and personal choice. I've always chosen who I'm going to be attracted to. There's a lot of grammatical problems on uh, this conservapedia, if you can imagine. 
Uh, how important each factor is, though, is an issue that is debated. Those from the most liberal school usually assume a philosophy of determinism, treating homosexuality as an identity or orientation which one has no choice over and which cannot be changed. This belief is then used to justify acting it out. The contrasting and warranted position is that homosexuality is a choice, that of yielding to ultimately harmful desires, and which choice is partly affected by nurture and environment. As with all choices, faith can overcome unwanted desire. Boom! Got him. have faith. Just like George Michael said. So I actually... Oh, wait, um, he was a gay. I actually um, have always thought it was kind of lame how... Uh, the idea of trying to justify homosexuality uh like through science right you know oh it's biological and blah, blah blah not because i hate homosexuality but just because uh even if it wasn't biological and there was, I mean, a, choice, was a choice you know this is America. people can make the choice you know what i mean like it's still fine like if homosexuality is a choice then yeah but cool. i mean like i just feel like uh, logically you should know it's not a choice because you're not you don't ever really pick who you're attracted to you know I do. When I see a, a line of fine-looking ladies, I pick which one from my harem I'd like to um, <laughs> hold hands and watch a movie with. I'm a sex. Yeah, you're not being. really. You're not really making the choice. Something in your brain is making that choice for you. I mean, obviously, I just think uh, relying on science is like missing the forest from the trees because it's really just be like people can do what they want. Shut the fuck up. That's my thought on most things. Hey. You tell people, kids like, oh, these kids today, there's too many of them. They're being trans because they just want to try it out. Even if they do want to try it out, shut the fuck up. You think about that. You think about minding your own business and shutting the fuck up. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't think about shutting the fuck up. That's what this podcast is all about. Yep. Quiet for the next now, minutes. <clears throat> here's the uh, worst liberal movies. You ready for some of the highlights? Oh, yeah, let's do it. I'm sure there's going to be some ones in there like Alien, the Alien franchise. What? Why? The pro-feminist, anti-capitalist film franchise was originated by atheist Ridley Scott. The first film was proven to be alarmingly similar to the 1965 film Planet of the Vampires. But since it fitted, which is not, uh, it should just be fit. Since it fit the left's agenda, they didn't care and gave it a biased reviews anyway. The second film. Technically, in like weird English grammar, fitted might still be correct. but Like British, you mean? Yeah, we're not. This yeah, is, I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. The second film, Aliens, is an anti-Vietnam statement, and just like its predecessor, copies another previous feature. In this case, the nineteen fifty four film, them, because that's the liberals, man. Liberals are anti-Vietnam. Uh, there's a lot of people besides liberals who are anti-Vietnam. American Psycho, don't be fooled. I guess liberals is a broad term for these guys. Yeah, because they're, I mean, fucking liberals are, like, center-right anyways. You know what I mean? They're actually just talking about uh, humanism or left-wing or, you know, a whole smattering of different belief systems. Um, American Psycho. Don't be fooled by the false patriotic patriotic title. Yeah, the false patriotic patriotic title. You mean you didn't understand satire, right? (laughs) There's nothing patriotic. It's called American Psycho. They're not hiding anything yeah. from you. <laughs> it's the most anti-American film you'll, you'll ever see. Born in the see. USA is like maybe <laughs> hiding because something Because it attempts you. to pass an investment banker off as a secret serial killer. Yeah, that is pretty. That's the most anti-American shit that's ever been. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, how, what percentage of CEOs are uh, sociopaths again? Uh, the Birth of a Nation. This uh, in- What? <laughs> yeah, this is a liberal film. 
this infamously racist film, the longest feature ever made at the time, begins by documenting the American Civil War, then depicts the Ku Klux Klan as heroes who vanquish people of color who are black racial stereotypes from political positions and from their lawful right to vote. The KKK was founded by the Democrat Party, even though the left oh, has repeatedly tried denying the connection between the two. There you go. That's what you were waiting for, huh? <laughs> it yeah, was the first. Exactly what the shit I expected from them. Yeah, it was, however, the first ever film to be shown at the White House under Democrat President Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, if you know anything about Woodrow Wilson, that all tracks. Yeah, and it significantly influences already racist court to segregate the White House and various departments. Yeah, fuck Woodrow Wilson, man. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> fuck that dude. Oh, they were born on the 4th of July. This is a radically anti-Vietnam War biographical film. Oh, it was produced and directed by communist sympathizer and twice-wounded Vietnam War veteran Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone's a communist. Oh, my God. Remember when he made JFK? Fucking <laughs> God He's damn. definitely not a communist. <laughs> oh, shit. The Clockwork Orange. <laughs> They're really... Yeah. Oh, we had Rebels in... It revels in sex and violence and mocks Christian prison Christian prison education. <laughs> uh, depicts police as thugs recruited by from street gangs. Holy shit. Yeah, you know, wow, real life. Yeah, they called it. What do you mean? Real life. Did you see the uh gravel institute or the yeah, the gravel gravel institute? Oh yeah, where they're like, we know this gang I didn't have to clear I saw the gangs, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's LAPD. Well, it's the sheriff's department. But yeah, the LA, the police department has gangs too. Everyone in California knows about it, you know. Well, that's what dad this whole thing, right? LAPD, the oldest gang in town. Yeah, they're the oldest gang in town. Oh, Day of the Dead, liberal scientists who plan to tame zombies are the heroes, while the common sense conservative soldiers <laughs> whose plan the is to euthanize them all Day of the are the this, this shit is like so... They weren't, but the scientists, there was only one scientist who wanted to tame the zombies, and I don't know that you can subscribe to any political philosophy to that guy. He was a fucking kook. Well, <laughs> while the common sense conservative soldiers who plan to euthanize them all are the villains. The, the shit on this website is so ridiculously like right wing that I it's got to be if I I keep it's, it feels like a parody. Yeah, it feels like it's parody more than it's reality because it's just like they're That's so honestly if you go far enough in that into the, any of the internet right wing bullshit, it always feels like a parody. Like if you watch Tucker Carlson, it feels like a fucking parody. Oh, it's the day of the dead. Dawn of the Dead, besides containing outbursts of oh, graphic God. violence, I like how they say despite because <laughs> that part like he, that part's cool. Yeah, that part's conservative. The uh, standalone sequel to George A. Romero's Night of Living Dead is against capitalism because the consumers are zombies. The 2004 Zack Snyder director remake abandoned this kind of yeah, because Zack wasn't... Snyder was <laughs> a shitty filmmaker. Yeah. Let's see. Let's find some other good ones. Uh, oh, Doctor yeah, Strange Love. Living Dead because a black person was a hero. Doctor Strange Love, loosely based on Peter George's 1958 thriller novel Red Alert. This black comedy is against war, the military, and nuclear weaponry and tries to downplay the seriousness of Cold War era fears of a nuclear apocalypse. God damn. Does it? It, it seems <laughs> like he's it, downplaying anything. Honestly, they've never seen any of these movies. And if they have seen them, they don't understand them. It seems like it sucks to be conservative or right wing. I know you can only watch fucking Clint Eastwood and Chuck Norris movies. Heaven's Gate. The notorious box office bomb comes from Marxist filmmaker Michael Cimino. 
or Camino. I don't, I pronounce it Camino because it's Italian, but you know, whatever. Portrays America as the villain in the Johnson County War and has an anti capitalist rhetoric and features a pro illegal immigration message. Furthermore, it glamorizes prostitution and adultery. Have you ever seen Heaven's Gate? I don't know. I don't think I have. Up until um, Waterworld, it was like the biggest, most notorious like flop, oh, right? Yeah, I know that about it. I don't think it's something about it. Yeah, but I actually uh, really like Heaven's Gate. It's a little bit too long, huh. but I think it's a cool movie. I like Waterworld. Oh, shit. Hidden Agenda depicts the IRA oppressed freedom fighters as oppressed freedom fighters while painting the unionists as monsters. The film also doesn't speak highly of Margaret Thatcher either. Oh, Who my would? God. <laughs> Fucking how dare they? Mm-hmm. What would be another the Matrix series? They got like fucking three paragraphs on this shit. I mean, I only like the first one. I like how it took like 20 years for people to dissect the Matrix trilogy enough to um so that these dumb conservatives can now be like, yeah, it's fucking got fucking left wing views in it. Yeah, before they were like, Oh, there's a there's a man shooting guns and doing kung fu. Uh, <clears throat> midnight in Paris. <laughs> main character liberal liberal author the main character is the fucking woody allen insert yeah like every woody allen movie is yeah. the main character is a woody allen insert milk sean penn portrays openly homosexual politician oh. harvey milk in his biography <laughs> that's it for that one it's just like, there's a fucking gay in it <laughs> it's about a gay oh the motorcycle diaries <laughs> walter sally directs the funny monument to communist terrorist and mass murderer che guevara i don't (laughs) che guevara is like i don't even if you're like on the right and disagree with everything che guevara stands for i don't know if he has the numbers to qualify for mass murder (laughs) or even really a terrorist oh yeah i mean no not really (laughs) holy shit they do have night of living dead Oh my god, there's a black man, it's a hero. The, Let's hear it. This independent horror abomination. The only one of the most classic horror films of all time, this website calls an abomination. Hell yeah. By George A. Romero vilifies nuclear energy as nuclear fallout from an exploding space probe in Earth's atmosphere is said to be the cause of the recently deceased becoming animated. Actually, that's only speculated in the film. And um, there's a bunch of other uh, little bits in it that can implicate other things being the cause of the zombie virus, and it's never clearly illustrated. These I people mean, that, are fucking that honestly dumb. is not even the point of the movie. You know, is is not what caused the the zombie apocalypse. You know. Also, in addition, it negatively portrays police officers as racist. A group of officers killed Ben, the African American protagonist. When they mistake him for one of the dead, which Romero intentionally chose to have happen to accuse the police of being behind racial lynchings. Yeah, that's what the police do. What's the problem? <laughs> Why is that? Again, yeah, that's is, like, is accurate. I read something the other day. It's like black people can't have worse health care than white people. That's just ridiculous. But then if you look at the statistics, it's, there can be no other reason for it. Black people have worse health care outcomes than every other race. Shit, this is like so right wing because they pan's labyrinth. Aside oh, from promoting what? paganism in the occult, it also I mean, demonized. They're pro pro Franco. They're fucking pro Franco. <laughs> it also demonized Francisco Franco's Spain and promoted the Spanish Republicans from the Spanish Civil War due to it being made by Marxist director Guillermo del Toro. Holy well, I mean, shit. I just, these guys must. I want to hear what they think about the American Revolution. He's like, they shouldn't have rebelled against King George. 
the return of the living dead in another oh. standalone sequel to night of the living dead no incorrect the military is supposedly responsible for the release of a toxin that turns people into zombies the military no, they're absolutely responsible for it the military is also shown to be in to be Competent? inconstant Oh, it should be incompetent, but it says inconstant as they fix, air quotes, this by nuking the city of zombies. An anti-Reagan statement, some may say the left feared that Reagan would create a nuclear holocaust, which is present in the film. No one was afraid of Reagan. They hated him. <laughs> oh, Robocop. At least they're smart enough to know Robocop is uh, uh, like anti-police and stuff. Anti-capitalist. Uh, left-wing smut peddler Paul Verhoeven. <laughs> I'm accurate, part, right? Yeah. <laughs> and left wing, yeah, accurate. They, that's him. And that's why he's. Have you the seen my one about the sexy nuns? They're he, sexy in the nuns. That's why he's cool, man. A uh, failed attempt to depict all police forces and corporations as, as evil also contains an environmentalist message. Oh shit! With yeah, they a, must actually hate Waterworld. A car that pollutes and guzzles gas for no other reason than to be environmentally unfriendly. Yeah, that shit's funny. He's also a member of the liberal uh, Jesus Seminar, which also inspired him to make the movie a grotesque parody of Christ's resurrection. Hell yeah. Fucking Verhoeven rules. Short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little bit, but this uh, is well, pretty offensive shit. It's so short circuit. <laughs> on top of just being a blatant E.T. ripoff, short circuit also downgrades the military or the Reagan administration in general. I guess I, mean, I haven't seen that a, a long problem. Time. I don't get it. Because they love Reagan. They you know, live. Not anything bad about the president ever. They live. Capitalists are portrayed as evil aliens planning to rule the world. John yeah, Carpenter. I heard this one's about claimed, the Jews. John Carpenter also claimed in interviews that the film was anti Ronald Reagan. Well, I mean, he didn't like claim that because he made it. He just straight up said that the film's anti Reagan. Man, they fucking suck in English. The English language. Oh, V for Vendetta. Not as good as the graphic novel. That's a correct assessment. They actually say blatantly glorifies anarchism, socialism, communism, and homosexuality. Fuck. All the shit I love. <laughs> blatantly <laughs> glorifies. I, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't glorify any of that, really. That was just um, the it just is what it is. subsection for politically liberal live action films. There's another subsection we got here that is socially liberal live action films. Okay. Elite wow. Battle Angel. Really Amer- oh, shit. American Pie. What? I'm just going to read off some oh. of the strange ones. Animal House. <laughs> Bad Santa. The Big Lebowski. Oh, shit. It glorifies drug use, laziness, and nihilism. I don't think it glorifies nihilism. The nihilism, yeah, nihilism well, yeah, kind of joke. watch the movie? <laughs> Blue is the warmest, warmest color. Oh, they're not upset about the um, sort of uh, terrible conditions the film was made under. They're upset that it depicts homosexuality. Okay. That sucks. Boogie Nights. Yeah, I can see why conservatives would be mad about Boogie Nights. I get it. Look what they did to Burt Reynolds. Well, mostly Mark Wahlberg's in it. What the fuck? Breakfast Club, Brokeback Mountain, Brothers Grimsby, Caligula. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that has sex in it is what this list is, pretty much. We only like exquisite violence. <laughs> Despite the <laughs> extreme violence of Dawn of the Dead. What, uh, what are some pro uh, uh, um, conservative movies they have on the list? Is it just Braveheart? Uh, no, no, this is oh, just, no, no, they um, show some sex in that one too, so that might not be good. 
Oh, shit. They got female trouble on here. Hold on. We got to read this one. This atrocious movie is made from the same director of Pink Flamingos, John Waters, for those uninitiated, starring an overweight delinquent student named Don Davenport, played by transvestite Divine. No, Divine is just a drag queen. Who abandoned her family and starts a life of crime. I don't expect him to know the difference. It'd be crazy to talk to a conservative and try to explain to them the difference between the transsexual, transgender, transvestite, or the drag queen. The huh? drag queen? They'd yeah. be like, what the fuck? It's all the same to me. They're good smears on God's Bro, earth. Fucking homos or whatever, right? Well, that's all, that's all, that's all good. You know, this is a man's a woman and a woman's a man. You know, there's uh, like X and a Y and that's it. Crime is glorified and embraced for Dawn decides to start causing crime as a way to get famous and she even shows no remorse for her actions while she is electrocuted at the end of the film, thanking her fans for helping her gain infamy. Abuse is also glorified from Dawn's contempt for her parents to refusing to let her daughter Taffy be a normal girl, beating her harshly and even threatening to kill her for joining Hare Krishna. And she eventually does. When Taffy later meets her father, who abandoned the family, he sexually harasses her, pushing an incest vibe as well. The movie also pushes the homosexual agenda, where one woman urges the man to become gay because she thinks of heterosexuality is boring. And it shows two close-up shots of male genitalia as well. Like with Pink Flamingos, the movie got a positive reception from a rather morality-deprived audience. Yeah, because of fucking rules, man. Also, on the other place on this website, you said that homosexuality was a choice. They weren't pursuing the homosexual agenda. The homosexual agenda. They were just showcasing your beliefs. You didn't <laughs> like to see them, huh? You could. You, someone can just ask you to be gay. Apparently, uh, 2016 Ghostbusters, as you would imagine. Oh, ladies are in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's lots of reasons not to like 2016 Ghostbusters. That's the fact that it starts women is not one of them. Yeah, hairspray. <laughs> Poor morals shown encourages homosexual agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, hairspray is his <clears> most <throat> uh, tame movie. Jackass the movie. Essentially a montage of ridiculous stunts and pranks with no coherent story. Yeah, and yeah. it's fucking funny. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> what were you expecting? <laughs> fucking fun to watch. Oh, it's me, man, my here. I think we're going to have to come back to this website every week. Because I'm, I'm <laughs> just a lot of what else is in, in, is in this fucking website. Parasite. This Korean film inexplicably won Best Picture at the Academy Awards, even though it has a highly anti-capitalist message and portrays wealth as evil. It honestly is surprising that it won Best Picture because those are the themes. You know what I mean? You think a lot of people that because uh, you yeah, remember I when think like about how the Hollywood uh, Hollywood sees itself though. Not yeah. Well, yeah, because remember like uh, Chrissy Teigen and Elon Musk were like, "Yeah, the Parasite rules," and it's like that movie is about you, motherfucker. <laughs> Pink flamingos. Yeah, we're gonna have to come back to this next week. There's a lot of good shit on here. Waterworld suggests that, suggests that global warming was real. Uh, I knew Waterworld was gonna be on there. Oh, <laughs> uh, got animated films. Those probably have terrible shit. Sh- schlockumentaries. This is just a list of Michael Moore films. I'm sure. <laughs> Anti-Christian. Uh, what books? Uh, films. What books do they hate? Is my question. I guess we'll find out next week. Debatable weather liberal. <laughs> 40-year-old virgin. Mm, I don't know. Mm. Aeon Flux. Huh. Anti-cloning film, but also pro-feminism as well. Yeah, th- those are two conflicting views of conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> they uh anti-feminist, but uh, <laughs> but they love not cloning. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> we hate clones and women. 
Yeah, this website is just a fucking treat, man. It's so crazy to peer this far into the other side. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm there's members of our extended family that are like right wing weirdos, right? But like, I don't ever talk to them. You know, I don't. I can't. I don't ever get the chance to be like. So, um, what do you think of uh, John Waters movies? And they probably say who? Yeah, yeah. This is also very online, right? These are these conservatives that are on Twitter with their anime girl avatars and shit. Talking about, oh, the degeneracy of the goddamn left. Why don't they masturbate to a thousand-year-old dragons that look like little baby girls? That's not degenerate. She's a thousand years old. It's fine. She's, she's actually depicted as a teenager, so it's not pedophilia. Oh, shit. It's a Gundam. Oh, I love the song. I think this is why the shit like that is why I like K-pop. <laughs> um, well, it doesn't sound like K-pop obviously doesn't sound like that anymore. Or neither just J-pop or anything. And I don't mean to equivalent K-pop and J-pop. Like, oh, yeah, East Asians are the same or whatever. But um, there's a, a, a musical trend from the 90s that crosses over with Japan and China. And it doesn't exactly sound like that anymore. But there is just, like, something, like, uh, I don't know, comforting and, like, cute about <laughs> K-pop. Actually, the problem I have with uh, most K-pop, to be honest, is uh, it's, like, not cute pop music anymore they try like really hard for like these k-pop artists to be like cool and like um a lot of people accuse it of cultural appropriation i don't know if i want to go that far but they are stealing a lot from black artists in the united states and it's not it's corny like hella corny to me and i don't i'm not saying that because they're korean i'm saying it because they are like factory produced upper middle class kids that are like cute and trained to dance and shit trying to act like tough in street in music videos and stuff and then when you interview them they're just like you know babies that's why it's corny to me so like K- k-pop should probably stop doing that but i guess they're making like billions of dollars like having black being act tough and shit so i guess they probably won't stop doing that huh money but that's just corny that's what i'm saying that's just corny that's why uh twice is the best because they just they just do like cute music and shit if you're gonna be like a dumb pop band in my opinion you just gotta be cute don't try to like act cool or whatever that's weird that's corny that makes you like way less cool you feel me nope i don't feel anybody you feel your wife i'm an island to myself no you feel your wife (laughs) you have a kisses except for i heard that married people don't ever have physical affection. As soon as you get married, you're not allowed to kiss and stuff. Or maybe it's after you have kids or something. Right? Hmm. I don't know. You don't have maybe. sex. Well, how do you have more kids? You have sex a couple times a year to make kids. <laughs> it's just like that Monty Python skit. As the conservapedia intended. Fuck the Bible, it's- man. Fucking print out the conservapedia. Read that shit every night. It's got more pages than the Bible, I'm sure more words it's easier to understand doesn't it has way more uh, grammatical errors <laughs> it's the uh, new testament is just an allegory for how shitty rome is just wild beat communication. communication it's crazy how they pronounce communication like that 
I can't even hit all the syllables that, that they It's can. like communication. Da, na, 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 na. That's because there's no final consonants in, in fucking Japanese, buddy. Gotta always have a vowel sound at the end of No, you gotta have a final sound. consonant. No, they won't allow it. No, that's how you know business. Nope, no final consonant consonants in Japan. Never. Not once. They won't stand for it. Makadonadu. That's how they'd say our last name. <laughs> Oh shit! We own, there's a there's a crypt in, in Chicago, a family crypt. It's a mausoleum. Yeah, whatever. Mausoleum. I just like that word's tight. Mausoleum is a cool word. It is a good word. So yeah, in Chicago, Chicago, the city of crime, where um, our ancestors did crime, because that's that was the the, the only trade in available. Some sense they they were crime. Yeah, that was the only trade available to Irish people back then was crime or the police. No, you can be in the police or fire, fire, fire department. Fire, yeah. fire department. Is, at that point, was crime. crime. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you saw I guess in New York, right? They're all crime. It still is crime to be a cop. Maybe not firefighters so much. Yeah, firefighters have gotten away from that. Cops, cops, pretty pretty crimed up, if you ask me. Um, well, I guess that's enough content. Do no, anything else gonna, we need you'd to like to add? more content. Everyone has to consume, consume, consume. Consummation. Um I am Give to our Patreon. Yeah, go to the VHS KVLT, and you can donate to us so we can continue to make the finest content where um we just talk about whatever we think of in the moment. It's basically like um you're just overhearing if we didn't do the podcast it would be like the phone conversation we would have every week about random shit that's basically it it is you're able to be a part of two brothers talking about random shit revolutionary content um i probably am gonna start streaming soon like not every day like a fucking weirdo that shit's crazy about to get popular. Uh, yeah I'll, I'll, <clears throat> more details to come because i don't have too much going on i feel like i can probably just uh, stream and get three million dollars for an la estate so um, I, I, no, there's a missile silo in kansas i got my eye on yeah more details to come on that uh, otherwise go to the website Donate if you feel like it. Rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're using. Tell your friends and family and people you know on the internet. Just like spam like the fucking open chat channels and your favorite MMO and shit. Yeah, and just you know, have a good week. See you next week. I will be back despite what my my haters are promoting and what those fools are all about. I'm fucking I'll be back. I'm unstoppable. Podcast after podcast. Doing podcasts on podcasts. Not me. I'm stoppable. If you give me enough money, you'll never hear from me again. Not me, because I'm not in it for the money. I'm in and out of pure narcissism. Love to just talk about shit I'm thinking about. It's fucking weird. I should get a like a psychiatrist or whatever. Which is the one you talk to? Psychiatrist or psychologist? I don't remember. Psychiatrist, uh, when you talk to psychologists, is a real doctor, right? One of them can no, give you the drugs. That's the other way around. One of them can give you drugs. You can technically talk to both, I believe, technically. Oh, word. Well, I'm not going to get one of those because I don't uh, want to solve my problems. I just want to talk. And that's what podcasts are for. I don't know that they actually have solved anybody's problems. Seems like people go to the, the, their therapist forever. VHS Cult.